Welcome to the 200th episode of the Terry Holland Show. We started as the Empowered Life Show, now the Terry Holland Show, and this is episode 200. I can't believe it. I thought we'd be here sooner, actually, but we're not because I kept stopping. Um, But here we are. We made it, 200 episodes. And today we're going to talk about goal achievement, but more specifically, goal achievement when it comes to money, because most of my clients want to make more money and they don't know what is stopping them. So let's talk today about how we stop ourselves from having the kind of money we want and what is going on in that unconscious mind that determines the kind of results that we're getting. You're listening to The Terry Holland Show, the podcast for high-performing entrepreneurs ready to take your life and your business to the next level. And if you want to get there faster, go to terryholland.ca. I've been trying out a new app called Wisdom, and I want to talk with you on it. Follow me at Terry Holland on Wisdom, and you'll be notified anytime I go live. This Monday, December 13th at 11 a.m. Pacific time, I'm going to be giving my first live talk on Wisdom, and I want you to be there with me. We're going to talk about goal achievement and how to set yourself up for success, how to achieve those goals that maybe seem impossible right now. I'll be taking questions at that time, and I can't wait to talk with you. The link is in the show notes, and I look forward to talking with you then. So it's that time of year again, a time for reflection, contemplation, looking back over the last year. Did you do what you say you were going to do? Did you achieve what you set out to achieve in this year? And what about next year? What do you want to do next year? And I'm not talking about resolutions. We've done episodes on resolutions before. This is not about that. This is about how do you actually get what you want and what's really standing in the way of it. You know, I've been working with high performers for many years now. And the common thing that I see, the the sort of the common, the common trait in goals that people achieve, and I'm talking about like the really big goals versus the ones that aren't achieved. The biggest factor that I see is certainty. If you are certain you are going to accomplish a goal, you are far more likely to achieve it. And if you don't achieve it, you'll you'll land really close to it. The ones that I don't see, I don't see happening is when there is doubt. And you know, it's like you know that you're capable of doing it. You know you have the skill to do it. But there's this niggling part of your mind that's like, "Mm, nope, nope, nope. I don't think you can." I don't think you can. And logically, you know what to do and you know you have the ability to do it or the ability to learn the skills needed to get to that goal. But there's like this, this little niggling part of you. And, and that's what I think is the biggest issue when it comes to achieving goals. Do you believe you can do it? And do you believe it with absolute certainty? Here's a way of checking. You have an internal representation for, well, pretty much everything. An internal representation is simply how you represent things in your mind. So if I were to ask you what your internal representation is of, say, money, I have an idea that you would have pictures of money. You'd have, there'd be a visual quality. There would be a sound representation of what money is. And maybe that's 
you know, the sound of clinking coins. Maybe that's the sound of bills being flipped through. Maybe that's the sound of a parent saying something to you or an authority figure or someone you look up to saying something about money. And I have a feeling that there would also be a feeling, how you feel about it, how you feel about it in terms of an emotional feeling. Maybe there's bodily sensations that you feel. Maybe there's an attitude you have about money, like how you feel about money. Maybe there's a taste or a smell to it that's either pleasant or unpleasant. And maybe there's some self-talk. So most people focus on the self-talk. And in personal development work, most of it is focused around self-talk. That's the part of you you're most consciously aware of, though. That voice, the chatterbox in your head. And if, if you're thinking, no, I don't have that voice, I don't talk to myself, that's silly, um, that's probably the voice right there. So most people focus on the self-talk, and they'll do affirmations, um, they'll, they'll say the right things themselves, they'll watch their language about money. But what about the pictures, the sounds, the feelings, the tastes, the smells? Are they in alignment with what you want? Really, this comes down to focus because that internal representation determines what you're focused on and you get what you focus on. So if you are focused on, you know, if, you're, if money is something you want more of and if you're, if the pictures are not positive pictures of something you would want, if the sounds aren't like, you know, don't inspire you, if the feeling isn't a positive, good feeling, then why would you ever bring money into your life? And I see this with all kinds of goals, but, you know, in my world, the people I'm coaching, mainly the biggest thing I coach on is people want to make more money. But how can you make more money if your unconscious mind believes that it's bad for you? You see, your conscious mind is the goal setter. You consciously decide, this is what I want. Your unconscious mind is the goal getter. It directs your focus, it directs your behavior, and it determines what kind of results you get based on what you're focusing on and your behavior. Behavior, by the way, is unconscious. A lot of people think it's conscious because you might be consciously aware of your behavior, but it's your unconscious mind that determines how you behave, how you behave with money. So this, you know, and I can speak from this from my own, my own personal experience, because back, back in the day, many years ago, and now I'm aging myself, but many years ago, I waited tables in restaurants. I mean, I was an actor, but that really meant I was waiting tables in restaurants. And I did not like it. Hated my job, actually. And I made about, let's say on average, $150 in tips a night. But there's a guy in the restaurant who made like 300 a night. And I wanted to know what was he doing that was so different. So I asked him, I said, Robert, what are you doing that is so different from me? And he said, oh, Terry, I watched, I watched this DVD called The Secret. And, and it changed my life. And every night now, on my way to work, I tell myself, I'm making $300, I'm making $300, I'm making $300, I show up and I make $300. I liked this. This was easy. It didn't require any effort on my part. I didn't have to do anything. I just had to tell myself I was making $300. So 
the next night, I'm on my way into work telling myself I'm making $300, I'm making $300, I'm making $300. And guess how much I made? $150. And I thought, oh, that mindset stuff, that doesn't work. And then Robert brought me a copy of The Secret. He brought me the DVD and I watched it. And I I was like, oh, this is like, I really just have to tell myself what I want. And if I surround myself with pictures, if I do a vision board and, uh, and tell myself what I want all the time, then I'm going to get what I want. And what I wanted was, well, to make more money. But you know, it wasn't until years later when I went to my NLP practitioner training that I realized why I always struggled to make money. And this was years later. This was, I had left the service industry. I had been working as a personal trainer for quite a while, had a very successful business, had a wait list of clients, was busy all year round, 12 months out of the year. And I still could not manage my money. I was making a lot more money. I still couldn't manage it. I still couldn't keep money in my life. I would make it and then it would just disappear. I would spend it. I would find if there was money in my bank account, it almost, well, not almost, it did. It gave me this uneasy feeling like it had to be spent. It had to go somewhere. I couldn't, I couldn't hold it. I couldn't hang on to it. It made me very uncomfortable to have money. And then I was at my NLP practitioner training and we were learning about these internal representations and how they direct our focus and our behavior. And suddenly this light bulb went off. And I realized that even though I was telling myself the right things about money, and I'd been doing my affirmations faithfully, telling myself that I'm a money magnet, money flows to me freely and easily, the pictures in my mind were of unpaid bills. Um, you know, that, that would have been the picture actually when I was in serving at this point in my life, bills were getting paid, but it was a, you know, picture, well, you know, to be totally, um, honest with you, the, the picture in my mind at this point in my life was my dad's bankruptcy letter. I, found it. My parents were divorced. My dad filed bankruptcy. And I remember going to his house. He lived very close to, you know, I lived with my mom most of the time. And my dad's house was, was just across the schoolyard from our place. And, uh, and I could go there whenever I wanted. And I was probably about 10 at this time, nine, 10 years old. And I went with my friend to my dad's house after school. We went there, um, I think because we wanted to watch a movie or something and we didn't have a DVD player at my mom's yet, something like that. So we went to my dad's house and he was at work and we let ourselves in and we go into the kitchen and there's on his table, uh, letters about his bankruptcy. And my friend saw them first and said, Terry, did you know your dad's bankrupt? And the immediate shame that I felt and I just like, remember it felt like everything stood still. I didn't, I didn't know he was struggling financially. I didn't know there was a problem. And I just felt this incredible amount of shame. And I, and it was, it was that picture in my mind. If we skip ahead years later, decades actually later, 
I'm at my NLP practitioner training and I realized that the picture I was holding in my head about money was this bankruptcy letter on my dad's kitchen table. And with that letter came the sound of my friend saying, do you know your dad's bankrupt? Not only that, but the sound of my dad's voice, he used to say rich people are greedy or rich people are assholes. And the feeling was shame and nausea and anxiety. And I don't remember if there, I don't think there was a smell or a taste that was present, um, in that internal representation, but they probably wouldn't have been very positive if there were. So can you see how telling myself all the nice things about money was not going to make a difference because it's the pictures plus the sounds, plus the feelings, plus the taste, plus the smell, plus the self-talk, all six of those combined create our focus and you get what you focus on. So I was focused on bankruptcy not having money, not having enough. So it's no wonder that as my income grew, the money in my account didn't. It was like there was a sieve and every time money went in, it just leaked out the other side and I couldn't catch it. I couldn't hold it. And if there was money in the account, it made me feel sick because I felt like somehow it was going to be taken from me or I was going to lose it. And so no, no wonder, right? Like, doesn't that just make so much sense? And I remember sitting there in my class, listening to my trainers talk about how we make these internal representations, how they create our focus, they determine behavior, they determine results. And I realized that all my, all my behavior around money was to avoid bankruptcy, which meant I was focusing on bankruptcy, which meant that the results I would eventually get would be bankruptcy if I wasn't paying attention And if I didn't change something right now, and that's the beautiful thing about this work is that once you become aware of it, you can change it. So I changed the internal representation about money and I started to make money, but well, I was still making money, but I started to make more money and I started to keep my money, not hoarding it, but keeping money in the bank, investing it, growing it, making sure that I'm being responsible with my money, making sure that I'm respecting money in my life. And it changed everything. So when we're looking at goals, when you're looking at what you want to do over the next year, when you're looking back over 2021 and you're looking at maybe some of the things that you didn't accomplish yet, what is your focus really on? And, you know, I talk to clients all the time and I'll tell them, I tell them exactly this, you know, you get what you focus on. And we talk about focus. And they'll say, Oh, no, no, I'm focused on what I want. It's all I think about is what I want. But what are the pictures, the sounds, the feelings, the taste, the smells, because they're probably just thinking of the self talk. And I tell them, listen, if you were really focused 100% on what you want, And if you believe with absolute certainty that you can do it, then what's the problem? If you believe with absolute certainty that you can make a million dollars this year, and 
your internal representation is completely in alignment with that, meaning that the picture, sounds, feelings, taste, and smells, self-talk, all of it combined is focused towards that million dollars, not away from something you don't want, but focused towards achieving it, then what's the problem? Because if you're really focused on what you want and you 100% with absolute certainty believe you can have it, then the problem has to be something like you just need the right skill. Maybe you don't have the right product that you're offering. Maybe you're in the wrong business. Maybe you're working as an employee and have to change that. I don't know. Um, but it has to be some sort of resource you need at that point. It, it can't, you know, because otherwise you should be doing it. And especially if you're nowhere close to it. So as you're looking at the past year and you're looking towards the next year, get really honest with yourself. Get real, like really, really honest. What do I believe about this? If your goal is, if they're health goals, what do I really believe? What do I really believe about my health? Do I believe I can do it? Do I believe I can get in the best shape of my life? Do I believe that I could have the health, the body, the fitness, the strength, the endurance that I want? Do I believe that? Do I believe that with absolute certainty that I can have it? And what do I see in my mind? What are the pictures? When I think about being totally healthy, what do I see? When I think about going to the gym, what's the picture in my mind? What's the feeling? What's, what are the sounds, smells, tastes, self-talk? What are they? Because your unconscious mind, as I said, is the goal getter. Your unconscious mind also wants to protect you. So if you have a bad feeling about the thing you want. And maybe you see, you know, negative pictures. Maybe there's a negative sound. Maybe your self-talk is garbage. Maybe there's bad smells. Maybe there's bad taste. And why, why would that part of your mind, your unconscious mind want to pursue something that you believe is bad for you? It, it won't. In fact, its number one job is to protect you is to maintain the integrity of your body. It will not pursue something that it believes is harmful to you. So why would your behavior be anything but behavior to get you more of what you don't want? If, it, if you really believe at your core unconsciously that that is a better path for you, that is what you will do. So if you want to get better results this year, here's how you do it. It's you know, it's about letting go of the past. We do this through timeline therapy. We let go of past negative emotions. So we clean up any of the negative feelings in the past. We clean up the, um, any negative or limiting decisions, limiting beliefs that you might have about something. We get rid of them. We call them limiting decisions, by the way, because for, in order for you to believe something, you had to decide it was true. And what's more empowering, just believing it because you just believe it? Or if you decided to believe it, because if you decided it, you can undecide it. If you just believe it, then um, there's no responsibility on your part to change it. And you can only change what you are responsible to change. So you can only change what you decided. So that's why we say limiting decisions in our work. So we get rid of past negative emotions, limiting decisions and beliefs. And then we can create a really compelling future to move forward that becomes so compelling to the unconscious mind. It's like it will draw you forward and it happens very fast. And you know, when people talk about 
manifestation and wanting to manifest in their lives. Um, well, to be completely frank with you, most people have no idea what they're talking about. Most people, and I don't mean this to put anyone down, but this is just the reality that I see in the online space. Most people talk about getting the right crystals and lining them up in the right way, doing a full moon ritual or a new moon ritual or whatever the moon is doing. Um, you know, they, they look at essential oils and maybe they burn some stuff and maybe they, uh, maybe they smudge their place. Maybe they meditate. Maybe they do some affirmations. And those are all really great symbols for your unconscious mind. Those are, and don't get me wrong, I have a beautiful crystal collection that I love. But the part that most people miss in manifestation is action. And your action is determined by your focus and your focus is determined by these internal representations in your mind. So you could have the right crystals, you could have the right oils, you could burn incense, you could do the right meditation, you could ring the right chimes at the right time, you can do this when the moon is in the perfect position, and you can burn your intentions in a fire or do whatever sort of ritual you want. But nothing is going to change until you learn how to get in charge of your mind and change your thinking. When you change your thinking, you will get better results. When you change your thinking and then take action, you will get better results. So I think that's good for today. <laughs> I think I think that's it. This is this is what I do with my high performing clients. This is what we do in a personal breakthrough session. We let go of the stuff in the past and create a really compelling future to move forward towards. And that's how you create your future. That is how you manifest what you want. And it's it's a simple process. It's not always an easy process unless you do timeline therapy. Timeline therapy is very easy. All right. So I hope that you're going to join me on Monday because if you have if if listening to this today inspired something in you, if you have questions, if you're thinking now about your own life and why can't I just have it the way I want it? Why can't I get the results I want? What is holding me back? Where am I stuck? Why am I stuck? If any of those questions are rolling around in your mind right now, if you have questions about what I said, about what we're talking about today, or if you just want to come hang out with me and talk, then join me Monday, December 13th, 11 a.m. Pacific time. I really hope to see you there or hear you there because it's all audio. It's not video, by the way, it's all audio. So I really hope to hear you there. And if you found this episode helpful, please share it on your social media, share it with a friend, send it to a buddy. Um, just, just share it. If you found it useful, share it. Thank you so much for listening to me today. And I look forward to chatting with you all again soon. And if you have been with me, by the way, if you've been with me since the beginning of this episode or this podcast, and if you've listened to all 200 episodes, can you send me a message? Because I would really love to hear from you. And I'll put my Instagram. That's the best way to find me. My Instagram in the show notes as well. And come, come hang out with me there too. All right. Hope you all have a fantastic day. Enjoy. Enjoy your day. Enjoy the weekend if you are listening to this when it's published. And I look forward to chatting with you soon. Bye for now.